So I'd like to do a little bit of silent um, sitting before we start with the talks. So where else is it to go now? Maybe you feel like the thing that you want to happen, so you keep clicking on the screen. But where is it to go? This is what's happening. So maybe the body's uncomfortable. That's okay. The person wants to try and get out of it, but it's all okay. Just let it in. So the body wants to get out of something, or there's some discomfort. That's what's happening. Just rest the attention on that discomfort. What makes us suffer is we have this imagination of freedom and then we compare ourselves to it and we think ah, this is wrong or this isn't enough because I'm feeling this discomfort so we try to push the discomfort away. But there's nothing to push away. That's what's happening. And the reason the discomfort's happening is because the original sense of I, that you feel like you're somebody that's separate, that's acting in time. This is why there's discomfort. It's not going to hurt you. You don't have to get rid of it. Whatever's being felt, it's perfection. But don't look for perfection. Don't look for the stillness. Don't look for home. The home's there. What's covering it is the you looking for it. Just the acknowledgement of whatever's happening. It's okay, everything you feel. We spend our whole life trying to avoid what we feel. And most of us have low self-esteem and feel like we're not enough in some way. Or we feel afraid. But we built up all these defense systems against that. So we build up all these things that, to try and make us feel secure, but actually they make us feel more insecure. So we obtain all this money, but then if we obtain all this money, then we worry losing it. If we didn't have the money, we wouldn't have the worry of losing it. Or we build a rep- reputation and then we fear that reputation. It stresses us to maintain it. Or a lack. Um, we, we don't feel enough for other people, so we're constantly trying to, to please them. And rather than staying in the motion, emotion and exploring the emotion, we just run and keep trying to do these patterns again and again, and they never work. And actually, if there's a sitting with the emotion and you stop running, then what might reveal itself is that beingness, that aliveness, because it's right there. Like the thoughts are running in time. And the feelings, in a way, are in time as well, because the identification happens, and then it's, I am someone, and I feel small because I've separated from this world. I feel afraid of this world. So the emotions are kind of going in time, but they're like a feeling. And then in that, there is the stillness. Most people, even in non-duality, just spend their time in the running away, in the activity of trying to get something. They're not even aware of what they feel. They can feel an underlying anxiety or pain in the body or dis-ease, but they're not aware that, um, that their their whole dynamic is just based on trying to avoid fear and get love. But you are love. Your nature is love. 
Your nature is so perfect, complete, and it's there supporting everything. It's there in the stillness of things. It's just there's been a getting lost in the movement. This subject is so beautiful, and it's not complicated, and you don't even need to get that heady about it. And it's an energetic shift from being this contracted person that feels like Gollum from Lord of the Rings, that they're not enough and that they're lackful, and this constant dis-ease, to boundlessness. And that boundlessness is there, kind of hiding away behind you, behind the appearance of you. And that boundlessness is you, but not a you going in time. So this whole world is made out of your essence, but not your essence in time. So who you truly are behind the seeking is freedom, is love, is wholeness. Your essence is complete and there's not a thing that you've ever needed. You've never need one ounce of validation. You've never needed safety. You've never needed anything that you seek. Your nature is it. The body is set up as an instrument that moves towards pleasure and avoids pain. But what I mean by seeking is seeking completion in that functioning. So there's a natural functioning to consume, so to drink the the drink and to get pleasure. So drinking the drink is very pleasurable. And to move toward pain, so moving away from a burning fire or from a dog barking at you. So there is something that's experiencing itself, this isness, this aliveness, and it's awake, it's knowing, it knows everything, like this is registered, not the one, not the person that can move its attention and can be aware of things. If I say there's a spot on your nose, that person can be aware of it. But that which knows everything, that which is knowing the wall, the sounds, even when the person is aware of the spot on their nose, they're like, ooh, spot there's still a knowing of the wall, there's a knowing of the sound of Khaleesi, and they're mixed with this aliveness, this beingness, this amness, this ah, that's always been there. Um, And this is the essence, this is love, this is freedom, and that's what's there in every experience, but it gets veiled, it gets covered up by the one that feels like it's separate. First emotion is, I'm not enough because I'm being abandoned by God, and fear, I'm afraid of this big world that I'm in relationship with. Can you speak about karma? Is it real? Does it matter? Well, the question, does it matter, is, is like, in regards to what? To waking up or in regards to your happiness? If you drive into a wall, then more than likely your body is going to be Im- um, damaged. If you... Um, get drunk then more than likely you're going to have a hangover that's what I see karma as if you do a horrible thing to someone then more than likely it's going to come back because they'll do something horrible to you or they'll tell another person it's not that there is karma like what goes around comes around like an eye for an eye it's just the nature of things if you keep kicking a dog then maybe the dog when it's with its when it's with other dogs, it will, they will attack you. If you kick and throw stones at a dog. Like, it's quite natural, really. It's the, the law of things. It's the seeming karma of things.
and somebody that does something really hateful so say if you're thinking about Hitler then this is a really unhappy man his karma is that he's really suffering from that in order to do that you'd really suffer in order to treat someone really badly you'll really suffer everything everything has its karma Lisa has karma um, I have karma we all have karma that's the way of things I call, I call karma being looking a certain way so therefore you get treated a certain way in society so being a blonde coming up to middle age woman um, I have my particular karma that one karma that a woman my age have is it's very difficult for people to understand why you're not married and kids and having kids or um, uh, lots of different things that uh, your body has karma with each and then somebody that uh, lives in, in um, Europe and their skin isn't white then there's their karma Some, a woman that's in her 50s she has karma good and bad where do we want to get to so your question of your last question to it was um, and does it matter but in regards to what I accidentally left the store without paying for an item and I went out of my way to return it because of karma but I don't know but that's your interpretation of karma the karma that I would see associated with it is they potentially find out who you are and come looking for you so it's better to go and confess what you've done I by accidentally posted a video of someone um, on uh, Facebook recently I didn't know that they were on the video I was showing someone how to use Facebook on a hidden account and um, I didn't know they were on that video I thought it was a video of Khaleesi <laughs> and so uh, I just instantly confessed because I was like well that somebody even though it was a hidden account and I don't think anybody really saw it there was a couple of people that saw it I don't think that I thought better just to confess it than it to come back like someone to tell them but, that, but that's just my strategy it's not really about waking up we like to have this image that if we wake up then karma will be gone and therefore we'll just solidly get pleasure for eternity just be pleasure after pleasure after pleasure but that's not the nature of this what goes up comes down that's the nat not the nature of this dream the nature of this dream is constant movement so what grows then also gets destroyed it's beautiful really when you don't take it personally when you take it personally you're like my life, my world, my karma as I've been saying to myself increasingly over the last few years is there tension or can I feel my body I feel increasingly uncomfortable in pain and sort of ill it feels hard to know what is energetic and what is something more mundane like a recent muscle pain in my leg and ankle I don't know if you actually know that that you feel more ill or more uncomfortable because before you most probably weren't aware of it 
it is like awareness like if you've got a throbbing thumb and you put a, a, your attention on it it's it's like boom boom it throbs more because there's more sensitivity to it and it's not just putting it on the pain and you've got to it's like going through the pain because the stillness is in the pain we we have pain so we feel uncomfortable and then we look for a way to get out of it but it's in it it's there the stillness is here in the experience the reason that it gets covered is because the seeker is m trying to move forward to get it. And is that, is that story that it seems to be getting worse and more painful another way that the, the ego comes in and it's a way that the ego convinces to move on to something else and to try something new and that this isn't working. And with something else it would have found another problem, like a way of finding problems. So there's something about doubting all this, I feel into the sense of doubt. Yep, it's such a trickery. Hi Lisa, the deeper I go into non-duality, the more I want to become a recluse and not have to deal with people and worldly situations. Is this a forming of running away from what is, or can it be helpful for a while? Thanks, Scott. This is kind of a pointless question to ask me, because how can I answer that when I don't know you? There's not a genetic genetic, a generic answer for people. You have to look into what's actually happening there. What is in the experience there. Just keep going to the experience. So right now, what's happening in the body? When you're longing to get rid of people, what's happening? What do you feel? People make me feel disturbed in my being for a while after seeing them, sometimes for days. So so you feel disturbed by people so therefore your seeker now thinks and gets masturbates over the idea of I'm going to live by myself I'm going to live remotely and so then it daydreams about living remotely and it spends time in that world but that's not the problem I mean yeah it's nice to live remotely but you've got to go into what you feel why do you feel disturbed by people because they trigger either fear or lack in you and then the gets these higher stories of they're taking advantage or they don't like me or they said this or they said that. What is there underneath it? And underneath that, underneath the feeling, is the stillness, is the freedom. So feel that place. Go into that place of fear, of disturbed, feeling disturbed. Where do you feel that in the body? Just put your attention on it now. Even though the one that's moving its attention isn't the actual creator, that's an appearance in the dream, that's not somebody that's aware, that's not somebody that's choosing, that, some, that somebody is an experience by something much greater and bigger than that. But you can't find that stillness. That stillness is there when you stop looking. So put your, feet, your attention on the feeling of being disturbed or what you reject about humans and just keep it there. Now that feeling is appearing in boundlessness, in space, the stillness there. But that feeling sometimes feels so overwhelming that we just keep mentally running. And that mental running keeps the, uh, the activity of the seeker going. Um, yeah, I mean, I had this... Um, I've been wanting to speak to you for a while, actually. But... Um, a lot of stuff's been coming up, like, energetically. Yeah. Um, to do with, like, other people and their 
because I'm in an environment where like a lot of emotional stuff is coming up for everyone um, and it just feels as though I don't know how to explain it like it just feels as though I'm experiencing everyone else's pain and it's um, and it sometimes gets so much that it's just and I know it's not true but it's just like I feel like I'm dealing with all of this this body's emotions and traumas and I just I don't want to deal with everyone else's as well um, yeah but that's only that's only the person speaking not that that's yeah. to develop devalue the person but that's only the um the top layer speaking underneath it's the most perfect play of things this is exactly what life what you as god as wholeness wants (laughs) and you can handle it i think what it what happens is it brings up this sense of I must protect myself. The, the thought that comes is um, something's invading this body, which which you which you are. Um, it, it, it's like a thought that arises, and then it, it's believed that the, that oh, I I am this body, even though it's yeah it's been seen that I'm not so where do you feel that feeling whereabouts if you shut your eyes where do you feel that in your body that something's invading you and that you've got to protect yourself it's it's like an it's um it's like an energy that kind of sweeps over the surface over the surface of the body and it's kind of like an adrenaline um, like a sweeping of adrenaline just over the very very surface of the body um, and then and then the thought and the, the mind comes with like you're not safe This this there's an energetic like detox happening and someone's like giving you their energy yeah so that's so so basically you you feel like you're invaded and your body's responding like you're being attacked in some way so you're getting the adrenaline of fear the adrenaline of trying to escape that so let's go underneath that feeling that's an intense feeling as it is and um so underneath that feeling of of that somebody is invading you what do you feel underneath it you have that adrenaline that goes through um it depends on what happened because it is quite hard to do it now lisa because i don't feel it i i'm i'm going by what a memory yeah. is of when it happens and when it happens it's so intense like i could vomit because this feeling of like it, it basically feels like a detox is happening but i know it's not I know it's not my detox that's happening. It's not mine, but it's someone, someone other, other body, or in a way. Um, sorry, I don't mean to close my eyes so much. I'm just really trying to um, yeah, look okay. with you. Um, 
And then how does it make you feel? Identified with the body. What did, so, but it's difficult because if you're not feeling it now, we can't really do it. Yeah, so that's what, it. So what are you feeling now? Okay, yeah, maybe, maybe we just... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, feelings now are just sensations in the head, in the back of the head. Um on the surface of my hands, like um, a slight uh, labelling of, I'm going to label it like a nervous energy from my heart. Yeah. Going up to my throat. And then um, just awareness of the back of the head again, like a vibration. Mm-hmm. And then back to the throat. Nothing. <laughs> so just put your attention into the body and into all the sensations. Go into that one in the, in the heart center where you feel nervous energy. Just rest your attention there. And the whole time, that person that's resting its attention there isn't wholeness, isn't the experiencer. That's an experience, but it can move its attention as if it's being aware, but there's actually something greater and bigger that's knowing all of that. The movement of that person's attention. But while that person feels identified, that can move the attention and has choices and does things, it's always looking for what to do. And it's always trying to get away from what it feels. So if it feels uncomfortable, it tries to get away from it. If it feels happy, it tries to get to that. This feeling of just, um, like, in the throat now. Yeah. Um, And just kind of this very, like, I don't know, like a kind of a sadness mm-hmm. or like just like a melancholy kind of yeah. like feeling. So just rest your attention there. So what happens with the identified person is it it's always sucking everything into itself. So it believes this is person that can experience its feelings and look at its feelings and feels its feelings. And then what it does is it looks at them, it, it, it labels them and then it tries to move away from any unpleasant feelings and only towards pleasant feelings. And in that effort, what it's done is it's encouraged discomfort by trying to always avoid anything painful, it's encouraged painful feelings. So the fear of those feelings has made them more so. So all the chakra areas become unbalanced because the identification is telling a full story that it's its life, it exists separately 
and it's its responsibility to get happiness and to avoid suffering. And therefore, everything comes out of balance because this isn't true. This isn't in line with reality. So all your heart area, your heart area normally feels a lot of lack. Your stomach is feeling a lot of fear. And the sadness is that you can never quite get home. You're always looking for home and you can never quite get there. There's also lots of other different feelings. So if you feel like you can't connect with a human, you feel sad because really you're looking for connection as freedom. You're looking for particular experiences as freedom. So there's a sadness if you can't connect. If you feel rejected by someone, you feel it in the heart. And if there's identification there, you feel like that rejection is going to complete you, so it really hurts. And the person keeps adding on to himself and keeps validating this fear and this sense of I'm not enough as well. And none of it's true. The true, the truth is in the stillness of everything. It's that which is experiencing this. And that's not the person that's putting its attention or awareness on these feelings, that one that's doing that is being experienced by something that's not located, but everywhere. Ah. <clears throat> Sorry. That's okay. <clears throat> Just let it come out. And we'll repetitively pay them out, even if they're painful. So if we have a strong sense of not feeling enough or lack, we're constantly looking for love and affection for peop from people. And there's just no consciousness or awareness around that. The person will be adamant that what it's doing is a beautiful thing by giving to people, by doing things for people, by expressing itself, whatever it is, it will be convinced that that action is a natural, free action. But really what it's doing most of the time, 90% of the time when the seeker's there, is it's trying to fulfill something it lacks. And pointing this game out isn't a depressive thing, it just has to be a going into that sensation and seeing the stillness there that's in everything. It's not you seeing it as it begins to reveal itself, the less the person runs away. The freedom was always in the experience, even the uncomfortable ones. Even enlightenment can become about being lovable. Any reactions that are happening, a rejection to what's being said, a wanting to get somewhere, none of that's relevant. What's relevant is what's happening. You can feel that the separate person's, no, no, it doesn't want to feel it. It wants to keep moving. It's this person's fault. It's that person's fault. It's this. It's that. Everything is lovable. Everything is divine. When that person stops running, it's here, in the experience, not out of it. You can only be invaded by somebody else if there's a you there that can be invaded. If there's no you, then there's no internal and external and there's nobody to keep out. Feel that. Feel how the person will want to reject that. Feel it.
Nothing is the fault of the external. All suffering comes from separation. What's going on now? <laughs> Just some like energetic sensation. I don't. I don't know. A lot of heat like coming out of the face and the head. Like yeah. a lot of heat just like Yeah. And what about in the heart area and in the stomach? What's happening there? Mm. I'd say the main focus is still like this huge kind of constriction in the throat. Okay, so put all your attention into the throat and see if there's any stories that pop or words that pop around it. If you could name them. <laughs> okay, this is like the word vomit just came. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just any words. Any more come. But yeah, you can even like open your mouth as if you want to vomit see if you can find anything underneath that <gasps> stuck yeah abandoned yeah you see how it builds up layers and then when you really begin to dig into it you often find that it comes down to two feelings. It can fall into two groups, even though it'll have different strains, or and that's fear, or that you've been abandoned by God, you've been abandoned by wholeness. And this feeling of being alone, of being isolated, constantly makes us compromise ourselves. So we always want to be with humans, we always want to have contact or intimacy. And it never can fulfill that sense of feeling totally alone, that fear of feeling, alo feeling alone. As a separate entity, as a person that walks on this planet. So we get into relationships that we're not happy in, we form friendships that we don't really like. We do jobs that we're not very happy in because we're trying to fulfill it and we're petrified of that feeling. But it's only a feeling. It's not a reality. And I say only, and really feelings are huge. It's not, I don't mean to, to, to dismiss it. It's such a huge feeling. Feeling totally and utterly alone. And you can never, ever find an answer to that in movement. The answer to that is in the stillness which is inside or is that feeling. It's not even that. It's, in, it's the stillness that's there, the, the, the vertical that's always there, always shining through the horizontal. It's in that amnest, that being, that sense of being. But don't look for the sense of being. Don't look for home because that makes you further away from home. It's there when you stop running away. 
So while that person's there, all it needs to keep doing is going in. And ultimately there's no in or outside world, but that's the best way I can describe it, into what's happening, into the experience. And even the person trying to get out of the experience is in the experience, but it's, it feels like it's trying to go to another moment in time. All stories are about going to another moment in time. It's that person's fault or it's because they gave me bad energy. I'm not saying that there might not be truth to it. If someone stabs you, then someone stabs you or someone has energy and you pick up on it. But your suffering comes from trying to avoid whatever's happening. Stillness, wholeness can take all feelings, all sensations. It rejects nothing. And it's so free but don't look for it. The looking for it hurts. To try to get to that stillness. Oh yeah, where's the stillness? Where's the stillness? You won't ever find it because the you that's looking is in movement. The one that's moving its attention and awareness is in past and future. It's in the flow of things. It's there. It's behind the feeling. It's in the feeling. And when this is being realised, it can produce many funky and bizarre experiences, like so many bizarre experiences of energy arising, of feelings arising, of like, like the feelings feel like they're going to burst at points. They become so strong when you stop running away from them and then they kind of move out of the body. And often the way they move out of the body is coming up and out. But not always, it can be through, through crying, shouting, lots of different things. And it can produce so many side effects, like shaking in the body, huge things. Because the body is so used to going to find some form of peace in a story or in the next moment. Do you feel sick again? It's just like a lot of heat coming. And something comes up really intensely, it's really beautiful because I know that it's coming out. It doesn't feel so good, but it's coming out. It's no longer buried in there. It just seems endless, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, all of these things that are being seen to be not true and being dropped, and it just, it does seem endless. <laughs> <laughs> but be aware of that story, because that yeah. story can often be or the mind will use that story as a way to victimize itself again like this is endless I mean I mean that's just a story because how long is anything and did it ever really happen but in imagination and it will only tell that story when it already feels weak when it feels it doesn't when the suffering's not so strong it won't say this is endless it'll be like <laughs> wow this is amazing <laughs> That something wants to feel weak, doesn't it? Yeah, it wants to go into being victim. If you look at humanity, it's actually happening really quick. If you look at the waking up of humanity in that timeline, it's really quick. If you compare it to like something like learning French or something, maybe you're like, oh, this is really slow. It's all in comparison. It just uses anything to validate what it wants to be. Yeah. When you don't feel like a victim, that story won't come up. <laughs> it's so, so dramatic. <laughs> it, when I was when I was going through this, it took me ages to realise that 
every thought had an agenda. Like it's you think that thoughts are innocent in some way that they're just reporting back experience, but not every thought, but like these waves always had agenda. Like so, it takes so long for it to happen. It seems endless. It always has agenda. What do you mean? I'm a bit confused. It always has an agenda to be something. What the 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 story of like just all types of stories. So just this one story, if we take the story of it seems so long, it's got an agenda. It's not just peering to report about anything. It's got an agenda to stay as a victim. Because at the moment your body's feeling this immense suffering and victimhood normally comes up as suffering because what victim is, is you're something small in relation to this big world out there. So, so every, every sense of self always has this taste of being victimized by this world that can eat it and kill it. So, so when you're suffering, it's always producing these dark stories wanting identification with it because it, the seeker doesn't care the seeker just wants to be something so if it's in dark energies coming up then it tries to grab more dark stories to hold on to so um i can't think of the stories off my head off the top of my head but that you'll you'll find that it's always trying to find a position and nothing nothing is true nothing thinking was only about survival it never was meant to refer to a you or a me. But we, we began to refer to it as a you and me to help our survival. But then we got lost in you and me. And then you and me is dependent on opposites. So feeling good, feeling bad, feeling lower, feeling higher. And, we, and the sense of self is flicking between all of those and always trying to find its position. So when there's less suffering in that body, then you'll be telling yourself... You might not even be conscious, but you'll be telling yourself that you're more enlightened or that you're on the right path or what a brilliant path this is. And that will feel good. And if I challenge you when you feel good like that, you'll be angry with me because you'll be like, no, but this is true. But it's always just trying to find a new position to sit in. And, and the freedom is the collapsing of that. So there's no position. There is this stillness. And then the character is just manifesting whatever it needs to be in that moment. Is appearing as whatever it needs to be, whether it needs to be in playful mode because it's playing with other humans or having fun with other humans or serious work mode. It will be what, but there's no, nothing that's trying to hold a position. So it just moves through all these different feelings and emotions. And there's no enlightened character. So that we also like to think of enlightenment as a peaceful character. Like I noticed that, um, that, People like it when, or spiritual seekers, especially when they're new to this subject, they find it hard if I'm being feisty or funky or funny and not being this kind, loving, caring person. Because, And the reason that is is because the seeker has identified peaceful emotions and feelings with enlightenment. So therefore it wants to see it in the speaker that they're, they're looking at. So they want to see a speaker that looks like that or looks spiritual because that makes them feel more in, more relaxed because they see this thing that they want to be and then they think that's what they're moving towards. But that's got nothing to do with it. Peacefulness has got nothing to do with it. A human's not meant to just be peaceful. We've got lots of different 
different elements to us. We've got to be feisty. We've got to control our environment. We've got to cook. We've got to hunt. We've got to survive. That's another dynamic. We've got making children, bringing up children, enforcing rules. There's so many different things that the human has got to be. But we've identified all these. We've identified peaceful as enlightened and anger or feistiness or having fun as unenlightened so we push that away not because that's got anything to do with enlightenment but because that's that's what the seeker does it's always trying to find something to be and it doesn't it doesn't like this sort of stuff because then it makes it feel lost i need to have an ideal an ideal i need to have peaceful actions or calm actions or this as an ideal because then that's something for me to move towards and none of this is relevant it's always going in the amnesty is the freedom none of these thoughts processes are relevant the amnesty is the freedom which is below all things the thought processes have a relevance so if there's a speaker teaching non-duality to knock out old thoughts and question old thoughts but then no thoughts are meant to stay it's all about going into the experience deeper and deeper into the experience and then it's seen that this this world is made from profound stillness and love and that is your nature that's your true nature that's everything's nature it's the birthright of all things <laughs> who you truly are is absolute love and the seeker is a a form of rejection of that love and going home is collapsing back into that love and the collapsing of the rejection so you can go into feeling that no and that no isn't true but don't try to stop the no don't try to stop the rejection just let it be there it's already loved it's already accepted Oh, it was beautiful sitting with you. I'll move on to someone else now. It was really beautiful. Thank you so much Thanks. for calling in. Thank you so much, Lisa. Oh, it's Thank a pleasure. You. I send you lots of love. Bye. Oh, that was a beautiful conversation. So there's lots of people. 19 missed calls from Alango. Hey, Alango. Oh, I'm being called a sexy, a sexy woman. I just read that just as I do a burp. How unenlightened. This isn't what enlightenment pe people like. They, they speak with such smooth voices. You should see me in person. If, I, if you start getting to know me and I start doing one-to-ones with you, I can be a lot more fiery than what you see on here. I can also be really sweet and kind. I think I'd like to talk with you. Hey. Hey, Sebastian. Hi, Lisa. Have you already answered my question about the Course in Miracles? I don't know. What was your question about Course in Miracles? And the importance of feeling some posts above. Have not been online as I asked these questions and I couldn't find you answering them in your video. These have been the questions. Hey Lisa, I bow to, to the Divine in you. Where do Western teachers like you? Why do Western teachers like you emphasize drawing you to feel and be in the body, while Indian gurus hardly speak about this? Furthermore, what do you think about Course in Miracles, which seems to be mind-based very much? Do you recommend to do the course? This is so complicated, Sebastian. 
to ask these sorts of questions, I, you have to go into the feeling and see um, what's being felt. Um, I reckon that um, Western teachers talk a lot more about going into the feelings because Western people have really screwed up sense of self uh, because our society um, is so much more based on the individual and being someone and um, we live in so many complicated and deceptive lies and then if you don't go into the feelings then you can't tell that they're a lie or they're deception whereas I when I've spent time in India sometimes the mentalities in India are a lot simpler so it's a lot more obvious what that illusion's doing but the sense of self in in the West is so full of deception so I've noticed from the years in speaking, as I used to speak just about non-duality, but now I've opened up a lot more, is that um, people lie to themselves so much. They, they want to just stay in the surface stories, and then they start telling they, they are nobody, and they're now nobody, because they've seen that there is wholeness, and there's not actually someone there, but they're still suffering, they feel contracted and uncomfortable, and they still feel like they're somebody inside the body. But they're not even aware of that because they're totally cut off from the feelings. And with the Course in Miracles, the recommendation, this is an impossible thing to ask because um, it's dependent on, you know, if there's attraction there or if you're a really heady person, then maybe not. If you're not so heady, then maybe. If it's attractive, it's not. There's not going to be a wrong way because you're not really a doer. You're not really a separate person that's choosing. That person that's moving its attention is a functioning. That person, if I say now, to, to shut your eyes and feel your feelings, isn't actually a chooser. It's a formation happening. It gives the appearance that it's doing things. So I can say to it, um, stand up, and it feels like that person is doing it. But there's something experiencing that. That's actually an appearance happening in this. It's not an independent doer. So that, that, that person that feels like it's independent, it, because it's living a lie and it feels like it's independent, it really gets confused about choices and thinks that choices are way more important than what they are. Because it believes that it thinks, I'm separate, I've got to choose my happiness, therefore reading The Course in Miracles or knowing whether to read it is the most important thing because the future is going to bring me happiness. But that's a lie that the freedom and the love that you're looking for is in the experience, it's not out of it. But you feel incomplete, so therefore you seek for something external to you. Hey, Alango, but I can say this a thousand times and the person still carries on seeking. So what you're telling me to do is that I should read The Course in Miracles or da-da-da, I should do this or should do that. The person... This is why we have satsangs and this repetition because the person just keeps going back into its story of itself. I am being tormented, so I'm being tormented by a burning desire. What should I do? Put the attention on that desire and let it speak. See what's there. And in it, underneath it, behind it, when you stop running for it, there is the freedom. It's the amnesty that's in the experience. Well, you try to complete it in time, it will just carry on, it will just play. Lisa, have you heard anything about hypnotherapy, medical 
hypnotherapy being beneficial for mental conditioning behaviours, tidying the cage, as you put it. I know this is my second question, so it's okay if you don't respond. I don't know that much about it. Thank you. No questions, just wanted to have you in contact in case I wish to have them in the future. Cheers. Good. But um, but you keep asking, not you, just you, Susan, but lots of people keep asking, is this good, is that good, is this good, is that good? It's like the mind is desperately seeking. It's here in the experience. Like it's okay to do a few different things, a therapy, listen to non-duality, but the mind's like... I've got to find it, I've got to find it. It's not there, it's here. It's in what's happening. It's the essence of what's happening. I've got to do this, I've got to do that. It's here, here. So then it flips from this thing to that thing and it thinks a year is enough time to spend on one thing. And it, oh no, it's not working. Next thing, next thing, next thing. So the point is to refuse the mind and stay in the present moment. That one that's looking for the the answer, Sebastian, is an experience. It hasn't got the answers. And I'm not saying stay in the present moment. Who's experiencing that one that that's moving its attention? That's the freedom. That one that's moving its attention and feeling its sensation, that's the one that's constantly trying to run away from the moment, from everything. It's looking, ah, this is who I am, I am this person, I am this body, and I don't like this sensation. But that's being experienced. Who experiences that? Who's listening now? Who's looking now? That one that's moving its attention, that one that's making choices, is being experienced. It's not experiencing anything. It seems like it is, because it moves its attention but you can move the attention to the feelings and they can still be hearing a sound happening outside. So that's obviously not what is aware. That's a, that's a functioning in the dream. So there's something else that knows everything that's happening. Okay, guys. I think that's enough tonight. Thank you for people that called in. It's so beautiful for that openness and honesty and um, letting other people see that as well and just be aware that when I'm speaking with someone I'm very particularly speaking to them so whatever I'm saying to them doesn't um, might change when I speak to someone else so if you find that that hurts or that's disturbing or you're trying to find a particular way to hear non-duality then you're identifying with the intellect and you're identifying with thoughts non-duality is non-duality is what's happening it's that amnes it's not about what you say you can't contain non-duality that comes and goes all thoughts and thinking comes and go goes in that isness in that beingness okay guys thank you bye